Hello, friends. Welcome to All Things Divine. I am your host, Erica Dontello. Well, it's happened again. I have something on my heart to talk about. And it's great because it's going to segue into my Black History bonus episode on Friday. But I just want to say, excuse me, and I'm sorry in advance if the audio is not up to par. But I am recording this late at night again. And I had to move out of the bedroom to record in my common area. So you may hear my dog, you may hear the train, you may hear sirens. I have no idea, but we are going to get through this episode because this is really on my heart. So as you know, it's Black History Month still, and my goal is to educate you about my personal Black history. One of the core things that is a little frustrating and disheartening is the surface mentality about Black history. Now, I know that most people are just not educated on it, but I'm not going to lie. I have been thinking lately that I feel that people think that it is primarily just to say, I'm sorry for slavery. And that if you are a darker toned person, if you are considered black, then you are, you are a descendant of a slave. You are 100% African. And so we are sorry that we enslaved you. Now, while some people may really feel that way and they're like, I just want to say, I'm sorry, you know, my great, great, great grandfather, they did own slaves. I want to be different. I am changing this narrative. There's been racism in my family. And so they, you know, that might be how they go into Black History Month is just making sure that they are breaking generational curses. And I think that that's amazing. But some people really just think it's only about slavery and it's about so much. It's about honoring all of the greats like Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, even Malcolm X. Like there's so many more that I could name. And it's also about really educating yourself on what black history is. Just because my skin is dark does not mean that I am 100% African. And I know some Africans that would take offense to someone thinking that. They take pride in their ethnicity and their tribes. And I take pride too because I did find out that there is Nigerian in me. But the core of my ethnicity is indigenous and tied for second place is African and my European ethnicities. So I'm excited because the Black History sessions that I have put out so far, they are getting a lot of streams and I have seen some people online discussing their ethnicities and it's just so great to participate in those type of conversations. I just, I really love it. So I appreciate everyone sharing their stories. Let's continue on with this and let's not just stop in February. Let's keep this going. We need to honor who we are. But I can't continue the series without addressing an elephant in the room. And that is colorism in the black community because it does exist. And I also want to educate others on the color of skin in the black community. So this is interesting because I don't like saying black community, but 
I know that we have to be categorized in some manner. And I actually talked to my son and he told me that he does not like people saying people of color because he feels that's another thing of putting us in a category. And he feels that it's it puts us in deeper oppression. And I told him, well, there is some oppression. Sometimes it's within our own communities and how we're conditioned, which is why I want to talk about colorism in the Black community. I'm not going to label it any other way. I'm not going to say people of color and just keep that. I You are going to hear me through this episode go from Black, person of color. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So if you understand and this applies, then let's ride out on this episode and have this discussion. I am so excited because I am now a brand ambassador for Comfort Clothing. I fell in love with this company for their Tranquil hoodie. Now, this is my favorite hoodie, and I have to tell you a little bit about it. This hoodie is slightly weighted and oversized, which many customers has claimed that it has helped them with their anxiety or stress. Its subtle heft encourages a sense of calm and well-being, and you know that is what we are all about in our community. Now, I want to tell you about some of my favorite features about this hoodie, and it is that it's designed for stress and anxiety. It's super soft and comfy, and although it's super soft and comfy, it has an overweighted fabric. It's wrinkle-free, and can we clap our hands for it being pre-shrunk? Head over to comfort.com. They have the best loungewear. My family has many shades of black. For example, I have two aunts that are white as snow with red hair and green eyes. There is no mixture of other races. And what I mean by that, because I know that some people have been following along with this. So you know that there is European in me. But what I mean is they are not biracial. They are black. Now, why did our European roots show more in them than other people in my family? I have no idea, but they are black. When they had children with a man of color, those children are darker skin tone. I've never had a conversation with them to ask them if they've been treated different because of the color of their skin, but I can say from my personal experience and what I've witnessed myself, there is an elephant in the room within the black community where there is more favoritism towards lighter skin tone people. Let's get into this and let's talk about this. Now, I grew up in South Texas, so this is where I heard that phrase or the phrase that I'm about to say the most, but I've also seen this on social media where people are calling someone, quote unquote, black as an insult. And I'm I'm so confused. I am so confused by that. Y'all, one time... I heard that someone was talking about me, okay? And they said, she's fat and black. And I was like, okay. Well, the insult was that you call me fat and not black. I might be a little thick around some edges, but fat, no ma'am. So I laughed hysterically with some of my homegirls about it. But what is that? Where does that come from? Even in our own community, there is this protect black women. But when a darker skin toned, woman cries out, they are silenced in some type of way. 
When there are lighter skin tone girls that cry out, they are more believed. Now, please don't get all into your feelings by me saying this because I do know that in most cases, when a woman of color cries out, they are easily disregarded in other, uh, many other situations and settings. Now, in this episode, I'm talking about our community. Why do people think darker skin tones are not beautiful? I have seen women that are much darker than I, and they are the most beautiful woman I've seen in my whole life. Like they are so beautiful that I question if I should slide over to the LGBTQ community because they're just so gorgeous. And I'm just, and they're just like enchanting to me. I'm just, I'm trapped y'all. I'm just like, oh my God, her skin is beautiful. It's glowing. Her hair is amazing. Her eyes, y'all. I've questioned that. Now I have. But in South Texas, where I grew up, if you are light-skinned, that means you are cute girl. But if you are darker tone, you're ugly. And I would hear so many people say, I'm light-skinned because I got Indian in my family. And I would always be quiet, but I sat there like, girl, I am more indigenous than you, but go off. Now, obviously at the time I didn't know the word indigenous, but I was thinking, well, I got more Indian in my family than you, but okay, girl, okay. So who conditioned us to think that darker skin tones are ugly? Where is this coming from? Because you can be the most beautiful light-skinned girl, but your soul is ugly, which will show up on the outside. And... Now, I'm not downing my light-skinned girls because I got some friends and I know they're probably listening to this like, girl, you better say something. (laughs) You better take our side. Y'all know that I'm not downing you because I love you. Hello. Like I said, I have many shades of color in my family. I'm talking about the mentality that we have been conditioned to. I really don't want to hear that it came from slave masters because they were raping us all. I will accept the answer if that's your truth, but honestly, come on. The slave masters were not around whenever I was growing up. This was in our community. So yes, it could be something that was passed along from generation to generation. I do get that, but I still hear it today. (laughs) So to get deeper in the psychology aspect of things, I took a test one time. And it was a boring test, but it was required. I was asked so many random questions. Like, again, I'm going to emphasize boring questions. I was getting really agitated. So after that test, I got my results and I looked weirdly at it because it was a bunch of shades of colors labeled one through 10. Now, I did find out that the test was about how I felt about certain skin tones. I had no clue when I was taking this test, neither did did the other 30 people taking it, that that's what it is. Because if we knew, then we would condition our answers another way. So let me just say that the people of color that took that test were shocked about our own results. I honestly cried about mine. I'm not going to lie. I cried. Now, mine was not as bad as others. No shade. It wasn't. Because it did show that I was more comfortable with people my exact shade. 
But then the next color was like a light pastel white. My colors were really all over the place. So I was a little shocked about that because I wanted all of the darker shades to be first. One of my colleagues, who is a person of color, she took the test and all of her shades um, that were dark, they were all in the back. And the purpose of the test was to show subconsciously what we felt when we saw that shade of color on a person. Did we feel safe? Did Were we afraid? And certain answers were, okay, do we think that this color of skin, you know, after we got the results, this color of skin, we think it's bad. So if we see someone with that color of skin, we may like hold our purse. When really... Now, did y'all see Dirty Dancing when those two older people, the Schumachers, they were white old people stealing those coins. Like that happens everywhere. But for this test, that it, it really showed like how everyone, regardless of your color, but I'm talking about the people of color, how we felt about certain shades of color. So a lot of us were upset. So let's fast forward. I saw a post the other day, the other day where this beautiful lighter complexed girl was showing her amazing art. She finally got the courage after so many months of building her awesome art platform and followers to show her face. And when she showed her face, she said that she lost hundreds of followers immediately. And I thought that was so sad. Now, this child could be my child. I think she's somewhere around my son's age, but my son, my heart broke for her. But this is a true reality. Why is it that when we show our faces, we get rejected? I mean, it's bad enough that we get rejected in the world. I don't know how many people unfollowed her, but we get rejected in the world. So why are we being rejected in our own community? This also reminds me of the Philadelphia Museum of Art. This museum was actually designed by Julian Abley. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, so I apologize, but he was a black man. Now on the website, it states, very surface and cute, Julian Abley was one of the first black architects to achieve prominence in the field. As a senior designer for the office of Horace Trumbeyer, Abley performed a pivotal role in the design and construction of the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Now, when you go to Philly, okay, now I don't know if y'all have been to Philly, but I have, I love Philly. But when you go there, they tell the truth. They don't sugarcoat it. That city is so deep with black history and they actually say black history because they know these people are not all African, so we're not going to say African-Americans or African-American history. They say Black history, and it is no disrespect. So if anyone has ever been disrespected from hearing, if you've been to Philly or anywhere else, and you hear them switch the words and say Black history, that is why. For the same reason why I'm doing these bonus episodes of black history, my sessions, because I'm not a hundred percent African. I'm not declaiming that. I don't even know if that's a word because I'm proud that I found Nigerian in me, but I'm saying just from listening to the last episode, 
I already told y'all that I was British. I already told y'all they didn't own any slaves. They had nothing to do with slaves. They were part of migrating over to the colonies. That is in my blood. So they are, I guess, if my son is listening, he's probably going to cringe when I say woke because there's so many definitions of woke, but mine is that you're just cultured. Not that you are an extreme left or right. Like I don't have time for all of that political stuff. It's just that you're cultured and you just get it. You understand. So again, if you have been in any area where you've seen them switch the name and you may be offended that they're not saying African-American, well, find out about yourself. But then also know why they're saying it. It's out of respect because they get it. They know. Now, let's go back to Philly. Y'all know I told you they tell the truth there. They don't sugarcoat it. Hey, Philly. (laughs) But Julian was an architect. This is true. His identity was hidden the entire time because if the people found out that he was black and that he was actually designing this beautiful museum, then he would not be accepted to design it. And the building, I don't know if you've been there, it is so beautiful. So if you're in Philly, please go to that building. Or if you can't actually go on the inside, they do tours around the city where they tell you everything about the history of the city. Get on that tour bus. You will not be disappointed. Now, we know that Julian was not going to be accepted, so he was hidden hidden the entire time. His identity of that what well, sorry, his identity was hidden the entire time that he was the one who was actually designing the building, and they loved it, but they just couldn't say that he was black. And we know this. For example, I know this. This is one of the root causes of my concerns with starting a business that I have never spoken about. I know what people think, and I've started three companies to be exact, okay? I'm a whole businesswoman out here in these streets, but I hid behind people because I thought my face would not be accepted. I had one business where the co-founder was white, so she was doing all the legwork, not because I was lazy, but because people would donate to her. They would write her checks for hundreds of dollars. I remember saying that I'll just take a back seat because I saw what happened when she, when I asked for a donation versus when she asked for a donation from the same business. I also saw in my community the same exact treatment and because of other personal reasons, you know, in our community or in my community and a situationship that just made me feel like, oh, my skin color, I'm rejected. My size, I'm rejected. I'm, I'm, you know, all these other things happen. I'm just a big walking rejection. That's what I felt. And it's so hard to find safe and secure black spaces, but I can't wait until I do. And I feel like I'm there now, but it has taken a really long time because we have these things going on, colorism in our community. We have a crab in the bucket mentality in our community. Why? Why do we say in arguments, you're black and ugly? Now, I don't say that, but 
Y'all know what I'm talking about. Let's be real. We are being 100 right now. Why do others think that they are not ugly from their actions? Because they're not darker skin toned? It makes no sense. Now, you may know someone or may have said this to someone yourself. And if you have, clean it up. Do some soul searching of where you learned this from and remove it from your heart and mind. Set up boundaries and don't allow someone to say that around you just to get a laugh because it really is not funny. And it just, it really makes no sense to say that at all. Somewhere in that person's family that is saying that as an insult is a darker toned person. So again, it makes no sense. It's vile and it's, can I be honest? It's really stupid. And I'm not trying to judge, you know, I really don't want to judge anybody, but I'm, I'm going to be 100 with this. Now, part of black history is yes, to educate on our true history, but also it is to educate in our own communities. We are all beautiful people and we must look at ourselves and know this. We have a rich history. Our skin is rich in color regardless of the shade, and we need to strengthen our community. And it starts at home. Your mind, body, spirit, soul, and physical environments. See you on Friday for session three of our Black History bonus episode.